it's not just graduating seniors that are leaving San Diego State University. Six executives across various departments have left the college in the past six months. This comes as SDSU's new president, Adela de la Torre, is still getting her footing, and the university is negotiating with the city over SDSU West. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Gary Robbins, you cover higher education for the Union-Tribune, and there's been some shakeups at SDSU with six high-level leaders leaving. What's going on there? It's not entirely uh, clear. Um, the university has a new president, Adela De La Torre. Uh, she's been there just under a year, and there's been a lot of turnover, particularly among deans and uh, uh, department heads. Daniel, it's not unusual for there to be turnover when there's a new leader, whether it's in academia or any other kind of business. Mm-hmm. But six is a lot. There may be more. We keep hearing that there are others coming. And what's interesting is that it involves such a wide area of the university. Um the um, most recently, the dean of the School of Business, which is a really high-profile school, announced that uh, he was leaving to join the University of Texas at Rio Grande Valley. Earlier, Norma Bouchard, who is the um, uh, dean of uh, uh, Arts and Letters, announced that she was leaving for Drexel. Those are really large programs. The director of the School of Accountancy uh, uh, is moving on to the University of Memphis. The enrollment director is retiring. The um, uh, the fundraiser for the university, Mary Ruth Carlton, left earlier, and she was incredibly successful during her time there. So put it all together, we have six people, and there may be more. Um, we talked to Norma Bouchard, and she was quite frank with us, saying that you know she felt like it was time to move on. She was tired of some of the political drama that has occurred over the past two years, not just during De La Torre's. Uh, tenure, but over two years. There's been a lot of faculty discontent, particularly with the way the university has been run. Mm-hmm. So she expressed some real true frustration about that. We also heard from Peter Herman, who is a literature professor, and he said that um, there was concern among the faculty because they're not sure what's really going on. He used the word chaos. He said there seemed to be chaos at the top of the university. This may all play uh, play itself out, uh, but for the moment, there's a lot of concern about so many people leaving um, to take uh, positions elsewhere. Sir, this comes at a time of a significant change at SDSU. Yeah. Uh, why don't you kind of explain what uh, the new president's kind of goal is for reshaping this campus? Well, she has a lot of goals, and there are a lot of problems that would have faced anybody in that job. One of them is that um, she helped push through the initiative that um, allows the university to negotiate with the city uh, to purchase what is most widely known as the Qualcomm property. The university wants to build a multi-use stadium there. They want to use that stadium as an anchor for satellite campus, and the other things would include uh, research uh, and classroom space, housing, um, uh, some retail, and a better uh, river park in there. It's a very difficult um, uh, uh, program. They would have to um, borrow essentially $250 million at the very least to, um, to do a lot of it. It is not clear um, whether the negotiations are going well or not. You know, that's, that can be a time-consuming uh, process. I think one thing that people are looking at is whether the city wants to sell the entire parcel now or wait and sell part of it and then see whether, in fact, the university makes good on its uh, promise to develop the rest of the um, property into a real uh, satellite campus, Um, and then the city could uh, perhaps get a larger cut of what they're doing there. 
The university also has real enrollment problems, and they come in the sense that the university is built out. Mm-hmm. They have about they can handle about thirty five thousand people. They're at that level, but you know the county is getting more people. The campus is popular. A lot of people want to attend San Diego State University, and at the moment they're not able to accommodate that growth. They are trying to grow in the Imperial Valley, but it's really mostly focused uh, in that particular area. Um, so. You know, there, I think there's some frustration within the community that the president is having to deal with about how do we accommodate more people um, in what is uh, really the hometown university. Certainly. And um, outside of the more kind of business-like decisions that De La Torre is making, what is her vision when it comes to making SDSU better as a university, and is that creating any tensions in the faculty? There is. <clears throat> One thing that... Uh, we're watching to, to figure out what's going to go on has to do with research. So the previous presidents really made it a priority. Now, San Diego State is part of the California State University system. Their mission is primarily teaching. Previous presidents said, we're going to do that, but we're also going to do a lot of research. They feel that it makes for a fuller, better university and better connects the university to the community. Um, and they've brought in a substantial amount of money. They do are reasonably well there. They're not like UC San Diego, where the primary mission is research. Um, They're kind of a hybrid. Um, What remains to be seen is whether De La Torre will keep that focus on research and teaching. She's a very large proponent of social justice. There have been some real big social justice issues on that campus lately, including some racial incidents. So is she going to keep a balance of that? Is she going to take it in a different direction? And what is she going to do Uh, about the border. She has talked a great deal about extending the presence of the university at the border and beyond, uh, both in the terms of research and uh, social justice issues, healthcare issues in particular. The university wants to help more underrepresented uh, people at the border. Um, But it becomes a matter of whether she can get the right people to do that and whether they can raise the money to do that. And as it stands right now, does De La Torre have kind of the goodwill and support of the wider university decision-making universe? You know, I don't know the answer. Uh, I spend a fair amount of time on campus. I know that there are some people that like her a great deal. There has been some discontent as, as well. Uh, some people are concerned about the heavy emphasis on social justice. Um, I think she's in the process of trying to change culture uh, there. One of the problems is that uh, she hasn't been talking to the press a lot, so we don't know what she's directly thinking. We've reached out to her and uh, haven't had a lot of success with that. I think that going forth, uh, people are watching to see whether she's successful um, in pushing the stadium. Now, she doesn't have experience. She didn't arrive here with experience in negotiating those kinds of things. And she didn't have uh, a lot of experience in raising money. And she's going to need to uh, raise a lot of money. Uh, for reasons that haven't been uh, explained, um, Mary Ruth Carlton, the previous fundraiser, who was incredibly successful, left the university uh, in December to join private industry. So not clear if they're going to be able to start another major fundraising campaign and where the money would come from. Um, if there's problems with that, there could, uh, there could be further tension on the university campus because they really need money. Uh, state support, as you know, was cut for a long time. It's hasn't returned to previous levels um, 
tuition periodically goes up, and there's a lot of concern about the cost of living. They're having uh, difficulty recruiting faculty because real estate is just so expensive in this county. Um, they've also had problems in recruiting African-American uh, professors. They have more than 700 faculty, but fewer than 25 of those are African-Americans. Uh, camp, you know, People on campus, particularly students, say that's a problem, that the faculty doesn't reflect the community. They're also taking a closer look at whether it's doing all it should be doing as a Hispanic-serving institution. Um, as an HSI, that means that roughly 25% or more of their students are Hispanic. Um, they have quite a good faculty in that area, but um, they're taking a fresh look to see if they're doing it right. Um, so academically, what are they going to emphasize? Do they have the money to do it? Are they going to reach to the border? And will they have a stadium? And also, besides the issues with SDSU West and actually getting that yeah. completed, are there any other real kind of challenges that De La Torre has to meet in her first couple of years to really establish kind of a successful leadership? Well, it, I think it comes on executing a vision. So she talks broadly about making this a university that reflects a community. Uh, in other words, it has a very diverse faculty. It has a, has a diverse um, uh, enrollment, um, that it has great connections with the business community. Now, San Diego State University helped build this county. You know, the, the mayor is a SDSU graduate. But when it comes to connections to the community, in some areas they're limited. Mm -hmm. They have a new engineering building, and it really is quite a, a wonderful thing. But they don't rank well in engineering, and they probably should in a, in a county that has big companies like Northrop Grumman and General Atomics. De La Torre said when she arrived that she was going to really work hard to create those kinds of connections. We've asked, you know, are they beginning to bring in money? Will those companies line up behind the university when it, it creates a satellite campus? But we're not getting any clear indications yet that it may be happening. So I don't know whether they're waiting to announce things or whether, in fact, so far she isn't making progress. And also, after these individuals have left or retired, is there a sense that this is all that's going to happen, or is there a sense that this chaos is going to continue? Well, you know, on some level, there's chaos in every campus. Mm -hmm. It's just the nature of, of higher education. Um, I've seen it for a really long time. There, There's degrees of chaos at, at UC San Diego. I think what people are worried about is that it comes to big, too big of an issue, that most of what you hear about is that the faculty's upset about something or they're feuding with their leaders. That really did happen in the last year or two, uh, particularly with the resignation of a provost who some people liked him, some people did not. And it really sucked up a lot of air, so to speak. So, you know, what are they going to be about? Are they going to be about infighting or they are, going, are they going to be about their larger mission? Are they going to raise the money they need for scholarships? I mean, it really... There are a lot of people that are low-income and middle-income that go to San Diego State who need financial help. So it becomes really important that the university have the kind of ties where they can help raise those money, that money to help families. Um, that, you know, that university really helps propel the economy and the society and the political framework of San Diego. So... If we have another downturn in the economy, that could lead to cuts. I mean, it did before in the CSU and the UC. Um, and if they don't have the kind of backing they need for the community, 
that could cause some really serious problems, both in the quality of of um, of, ac- of academics at that university and the number of people who have access to it. Certainly, and the role that public education has in the wider society we have is truly important. It is, and and you see it in the expansion of Cal State um, San Marcos. Um, because so many people are having trouble getting into San Diego State, a lot of people have started to go up to San Marcos, which is really evolving in a very nice way. They've had, uh, added 5,000 uh, students in the past decade. They're now about 14,000 plus. They have plans to double that. Uh, they'll have a new president uh, very soon, like within about a month. So there's a lot of demand on the part of the public for traditional public university education at a time of great change mm-hmm. with Generation Z where people are demanding more um, digital education and more online courses. So this is a this is a tough nut to crack. People have a lot of demands, but it's not always clear where the money comes from. I, I'm wondering, like other people, what is really going on? Mm-hmm. Um, are there problems uh, with her presidency during the first year? Is it just her, you know, getting her feet like any president anywhere is. I mean, it's very, very difficult to run a university. She inherited a lot of problems uh, right out of the gate. She's had to deal with this problem with the, um, they call it the PSFA building. It's a heavily used building, but there was uh, some problems with odors that were coming out. There was concern about a public health problem. So that's a really time-consuming thing. And then there's this whole negotiations with the stadium. So being the president of this particular university at this time is a very difficult thing. And it's, it's not clear yet how well things are going. Mm-hmm. All right, Gary Robbins, thank you so much. You're welcome. In other news, plans to improve mission trails are ready to go. The park will be expanded by nearly 10,000 acres. It will get new hiking trails and amenities at some locations. The overall goal is to improve public access to the park, which members of the city council described as a hidden jewel. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Check out some of our other podcasts, too. The conversation features topical interviews with newsmakers, and Hot Lava is our podcast about all things Padres. Go to sandiegouniontribune.com slash podcasts for more. Until next time.